speeds up Driving when the sun goes down The hum of 18 wheels Lord, that's the longest sound I spend all day Chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time Good evening, friends. This is Jeff and Gary Rayburn, Channel 21, Lonesome Road Ministries, Conference Line host. And we've got a great program for you tonight. We Every Thursday at 5 p.m. That's Central Time. That's Tulsa Time. And we'll have a great meeting with uh, different speakers and a lot of prayer and praise reports to go along with the, with the meeting. So we're glad you joined us, and we ask you to log on to lonesomeroad.org and contact us and let us know and let us help you out there on that old lonesome road. Hey, Fred, this is uh, a great time to get in the cab and ride along with these drivers. Man, we got a bunch of chocolate chip cookies my wife just dropped off. And I got to say, them is some of the best chocolate chip cookies I ever ate. I mean, mmm, they're good. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes, they are. Now, she didn't bring us no milk, though. It's kind of awful you have to have Diet Coke with your chocolate chip cookie, but one balances out the other. There you go. At least we're on a diet. <laughs> we got a great program tonight. Uh, we, we recorded this off of our conference line that we have every Thursday night. And we would like to invite all of our listeners to join us on Thursday nights. And all they got to do is call this number, right? This number right here, 727. 731-5062. And I'll repeat that for some of you guys that's busy shuffling through traffic. 727-731-5062. <laughs> and that is the number to dial for our 100% free conference line. And what time would they call that number, Fred? Well, it depends on where you're at. Let's say they're if, out there in California. What time if, would that be? If you're in California, it'd be 3 p.m. If, if you're up there with John Denver in them mountains, it'd be 4 p.m. 
And right here in the good old Southern Illinois and Central Time, it's 5 p.m. And of course, if you're out, out Eastern Time, you'll be 6 p.m. Okay, so everybody is invited to join us, and we're going to give you a sample of what you might hear on our conference line tonight with a message by Sean and Tamika Dale. I can hardly wait. Let's make them wait a little bit. Let's play a couple songs first. You want to? Man, we'll play a song from my old buddy Joe Arview. Joe Arview has some great music, and he also uh, travels all over the country. And if you'd like to book him for your church, your Christian event, or just uh, have him come and sing on your porch, he'd probably do that. His phone number is 618-927-1986, or log on to his website, joearview.com. And call that number anytime you want to, 24-7. There you go. Joe would love to hear from you. And if if he doesn't answer the phone, just leave a message and he'll call you back. So here's a song that I know you're going to enjoy. And this is a song that Joe wrote. A song that he wrote for his dad. It's a great song. And it simply says, I love you, Dad. kind of hard I had to tend the farm and mow the yard But I trade all my riches from all the days to come for just one day of being my father's son I remember well the days with my old dad I never missed a thing we didn't have Cause everywhere that my old dad would go He'd say, come on, put your boots on Aren't you coming, little Joe? And now there's a soft place rolling in my heart And it keeps on growing even when we're apart in this soft place, God has made me glad And I know I never showed it I guess I thought you'd know it I love you, Dad Dad would let me drive down to the creek and we keep our fishing poles behind the sea Coming home my dad would say Let's get our story straight How the big one got away And the rest of those turtles ate Time has passed and now the days are short And look at me, I'm now a grandpa's sort now I lay awake at night and I thank the Lord above For all these golden memories of my daddy's love And now there's a soft place rolling in my heart And it keeps on growing even when we're apart In this soft place God has made me glad 
great song that is and joe sings another great song but he didn't write this one fred this is family bible you know who wrote that i believe mr willie nelson wrote that song <laughs> that's always the story i've heard willie nelson wrote it because it's from his childhood he remembers his grandma reading the family bible and singing rock of ages you remember that story yes i do yeah. and you know his sister was a big part of that too she was really big in the gospel music but the reason why this song means so much to me, I remember many a time coming home and my mom would be at the kitchen table. I'd come in early in the morning. She'd be at the kitchen table reading that family Bible. Wow. And she was reading it because her son was, wasn't where he was supposed to be. I'll tell you what, Willie Nelson wrote this song and done a great job of singing it, but hey, nobody sings it any better than Joe Arview. I must agree. Here's Joe Arview with Family Bible. There's a family Bible on the table It's pages worn and hard to But that family Bible on the table Will forever be my key to memory At the end of the day when work was over And when that evening meal was done Dad would read to us from that family Bible And we'd count our many blessings one by one And I can see Sitting round the table And from that family Bible Dad would read I can hear my mother Softly singing Rock of ages, rock of ages for me And this old world is sad and full of trouble This old world would also better be If it had more family 
lovely Bibles on the table And Mother sang and rock of ages cleft for me And I can see us sitting round the table Softly singing Rock of ages Rock of ages Cleft for me Rock of ages Rock of ages Cleft for me Okay, Fred, uh, that was Joe Arview, Family Bible. What a great song. What a great singer Joe is. What a great friend. And we've got some more great friends we're going to introduce you to tonight. We've got Sean and Tamika Dale. Yeah, Chaplain Sean is going to bring a message about family tonight that I know you're going to enjoy. And he's representing the Power of God Trucking Ministries tonight which I believe are doing a really good work. They've got their own radio station. It's PGTM Word Radio. Look for it in your app store. And give them a listen. Here is Chaplain Sean Dale. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I'm uh, Chaplain Sean. And with me, I have my wife, Chaplain Tamika. It's an honor. We thank you for this opportunity to, um, to share what the Lord has been sharing with us to be part of this family. You know, um, we enjoyed the conference that we came down to. We, we think we, it was a blessing meeting Chaplain Marshall and Chaplain Merriam at the uh, Truckers Show, and that's how we, we got involved in this ministry. So we come to you by way of um, Power of God Trucking Ministries. What the Lord has um, given me to share is a Jesus' family. I'll be coming out of Mark chapter 3, Verses 31 through 35, and it reads. Good evening, everyone. And so I'll be reading um, all of our scriptures tonight. I am his lovely help. <laughs> so um, we're going to be coming out of the King James Version. We're going to be reading Mark chapter 3, verse 31 through 35, and it reads. There came then this his brethren and his mother, and standing without, sent unto him, calling him. And the multitude said about him, and they said unto him, Behold thy mother and thy brethren without seek for thee. And he answered them, saying, Who is my mother and my brethren? And he looked round about on them which said about him and said, Behold my mother and my brethren. For whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and my sister and my mother. So <laughs> reading this, this text, what it brought to me is remembering when I was a child. And when my mother spoke to me, I didn't speak. I dared to open my mouth when my mother was talking. So when my mother called my name, it didn't matter what I was doing. I could be eating. I could be playing. I could be sleeping. I could even be using the restroom. But when my mother called you, 
you cut it short. I used to be outside playing with my friends. I mean, like eight blocks away from my house. And my friends would say, Sean, your mother calling you. And I would run eight blocks home, and sure enough, she would be calling. So I would say, yes, ma'am. And then she would say, fix me a glass of water. <laughs> Shaking my head and speaking under my breath as I get the water, I knew when my mother calls you, you stop whatever you're doing, no matter where you are, and you come. So <laughs> with the text of uh, it, it, it wanted me to share that Jesus is not going against Exodus 20 to honor your mother and father. See, human family relationships are beautiful and necessary blessings, and God is the one who created and provided these relationships. See, Jesus is not minimizing the importance of family relationships. Rather, he is emphasizing that having a right relationship with God by obeying his will is what's most important. Now, earlier in the text, you know, Jesus is, is talking to a, 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 speaking to a multitude of people. And then um, Mark 3, 20 through 30, he's talking about a kingdom divided. He's, he's healing people, the blind the, the lame, um, diseases, casting out demons. But it was something that was said in Mark chapter 3 and verse 21. And, and what it reads is, I'm going to have my wife read that scripture. Verse 21 says, And when his friends heard of it, they went out to lay hold on him, for they said, He is beside himself. They said he is beside himself. So I looked that up in the in the, in the, uh, Greek, and for one to be, they call him beside himself. You're basically saying that he one is out of his mind. He's insane. So this is his friends that are calling him insane, out of his mind. So, and then I looked up friend, and to, to my amazement, friend meant kinsmen, your, your family. So these wasn't just friends that you think that you went to school with, or this is his family that is saying he is beside himself, so they wanted to go and lay hold of him. So why is the multitude following Jesus? Because like I said, some had came for the, the miracles, the healing. Some just came out of curiosity. Like when Jesus asked them, what did you go looking for when you sought out John the Baptist? Some were true followers and true disciples of Jesus. And then some was there just to cause trouble. The religious leaders sound like there is truly nothing new under the sun. So as he speaks, here comes his mother and his brethren, his family, his friends, with an agenda to go lay hold of him. So they went to go get him. They wasn't going to see, was he hungry? Was he thirsty? How, how was the, the sermons going about the kingdom of heaven that he was teaching? They went to go lay hold of him because they said to themselves that he is out of his mind. 
But let's, 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 let's get into about his brothers. John 7, 5 tells us about his brothers. John 7, 5 says, For neither did his brethren believe in him. So John, Jesus' brothers didn't even believe in him. And what the context of John 5 is when he was, they were telling him to go to Judea. But he told them that it's not my time yet. So he told them to go, but they didn't believe him in the first place. So Jesus does and what says what he who sent him tells him, right? So he's here doing kingdom business, preaching the kingdom of heaven to the multitude, and then remembering verse 21 of that chapter that his family went to lay hold of him because they believe he's out of his mind. So besides the interruption with them telling them that your mother and your brethren are, are, are seeking you, he asked a rhetorical question, and it was rhetorical to, to, to Jesus. He said, who is my mother and my brother? And then he looked around and said, the, the, those who do the will is my mother and my brother, the will of my father. So it's, this shows that his spiritual relationship with his father in heaven is more important than the human family here on earth. See, which brings me to point number one. To be the family of Jesus comes at a high cost. Let's listen to Matthew chapter 10, verse 34 through 39. And it reads, Think not that I come to send peace on earth. I came, to send, I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And the man's foes shall be they of his own household. He that, that loveth father or mother, mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not, up, taketh not his cross and followeth me after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. So is Jesus saying that he wants to separate men from their fathers, mothers from their daughters? No, that's not what he's saying. We got to understand when Jesus spoke, it was always spiritual, always. So he's talking about separating righteousness, the righteous from the unrighteous. We always talk about the war that's going on. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against uh, wicked spirits and high places, principalities, right? So this is the same con con concept. You know, the, the, uh, that it's, either gonna, it's also going to be unrighteous people inside your home, in your human family. And, and it, it is. It is a struggle when you got the parents following after Christ and then you have children that are rebellious, rebellious against the, the lifestyle of following after the word of God. So it, it, we all been, 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 been through it, you know. So And he said you got to be willing to pick up your cross, which means we got to suffer as Christ did. And like when he told the sons of thunder, when he asked them, can you drink from this cup that I'm about to, to drink from? And they said yes, and he said, and you will. And that is still true to this day. So we can't put our hands to the plow and look back as family members of Christ, of being in the, in the kingdom of God. We have to continually look forward. We re remember Lot's wife. 
Amen. Remember Lot's wife. She was almost saved. But she looked back, turned to a pillow of salt. Now we're going to talk about Luke, chapter 9, verse 57 through 62. And it reads, And it came to pass that as they went in in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nets. But the Son of Man hath not, not where to lay his head. And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury their, bury their dead. But go thou and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee. But let me first go bid them farewell, which are at, at home at my house. And Jesus said unto him, No man, having putting his hands to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. Amen. So what Christ is saying here, he's saying let the spiritually dead bury their own. So what we're to do is to preach the kingdom of God. So can we not go to the funeral? Yes, you go, you mourn. But you, you, you preach the kingdom of God. You know, and... um. It goes about talking about that, putting that hand to the plow and not looking back. So this takes me to point number two. There, there is still time while God has blessed you with new mercies this morning. So we're going to read Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 through 24. Okay, Lamentations chapter 3, verses 22 through 24 reads, and it, is of, and it is of the Lord's mercies. That we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. So there is still time. Why today, I mean, still time why the Lord has given us these new mercies that are renewed every morning. Every time we get up and we need to share this with people every day. Every time we have breath in, in this body, we have an opportunity to, 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 to join the family of Christ. So Hebrews 3, 13 through 15, put it this way. 3, 13 through 15 says, But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ, if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end, while it is said, while it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. While today is still today, harden not your hearts like they did in the time of provocation. While we have today, we always have an opportunity, and we we and. I, I told, I remember telling someone, when he said harden out your heart, he's saying don't be hard-headed and listen. And, and, and this is how we get in. John 3, 3 is, um, talks about being born again. Would you please read that, while I, and I'm going to give the definition of born again in the Greek. Okay, John 3, 3. It says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So we have to be born again like he told Nicodemus. 
So once we was born of the water, which was through the womb of our, our mother, and then the, the, the spirit, which is when God's spirit comes once we accept Christ and, 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 and turn our life over to him. So in the Greek, to be born, it says of men who father children, which we know to be born, to be begotten. But the definition in, in, in that time was in a Jewish sense, of one who brings another, brings them over to um, to the things that, to the faith, to what they believe in. It's of making Christ his son, of God making men his sons through faith in Christ's works. And that's being born. And then again means from above, from a higher place in the Greek, of things which come from heaven or God, from the first from the beginning, from the very first. And if we think about that, that goes all the way back to Genesis. When God first created man, he said, let us create man in our image. And he created them man, male and female, and he called them man. We was created in spirit first, way before he, 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 he formed Adam in the dirt. So back to the beginning, it's our spirit. So why? With me closing that, I'm, the evidence is Titus 2, 11 through 14. And this is how we'll know that we are in the family of God. Titus 2, 11 through 14, and it reads, For the grace of God that brings salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying, teaching us that, Denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from, uh, redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. Amen. Amen. So that is the evidence. So once we, the spirit of God dwells in us and he calls us friends, family, sons of God, we, we won't look like we used to look. We won't talk the way we used to talk. We won't go places, some of the places we used to go to. And you will not do a lot of the things that you used to do. And why? It's because you have been unconformed from this world and transformed by the renewing of your mind. And everybody won't agree, and it's okay. But we just continuously share, and we continuously walk this life out and let, be the salt and the light that Christ called us to be. And, we, and you remember Acts 4, chapter 4, verses 18 through 19. And I got it right here. It says, so, and they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hear, hearken to listen unto you more than God, you judge. So no matter what uh, 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 trials and tribulations and pushback that you may get, as it been in Christ's family and God's family, we got to remember, is it important for us to listen to man or is it important to us to listen to God? So, Father, we thank you for this word. Pray that 
it fell on good soil, Father, and it produced fruit, Father, and we just go out and we share. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your mercies that you give us every morning. Yes. We thank you for your son. We thank you for uh, grafting us in and calling us sons. We praise you and we glorify you, Father. We give you all the honor, Father, that you deserve, Father. If we had a thousand tons, Lord, we couldn't thank you enough. So let us be bold and let us be Christ-like and let us be kingdom. Because you have given us power and let us walk in our authority. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When my way groweth drear, precious Lord, linger near. When my life is almost gone, hear my cry, hear my call, hold my hand lest I fall. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me home. Let me stand, I am tired, I am weak, I am warm. Storm through the night, lead me on to the light. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me
Fred, uh, these drivers out there, if they want to get that close personal relationship with God, if they want to surrender completely their hearts to Him, you know, it's as easy as what? It's as easy as ABC. First of all, you need to admit that you're a sinner. For we know in Romans 3.23, it says, For all sin comes short of the glory of God. Now, my pastor told me all means all, and that's all it means. It means everyone, me, you, we all have sinned. And B stands for believe. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that whosoever, and we're all a whosoever, shall believe upon him, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the C stands for confess. Confess in your heart that you believe Jesus Christ is God's Son. He died on the cross for your sins and mine. He rose on the third day. And if you admit, believe, and confess that, you will be saved, and you'll become part of the family, part of the family of God. So, drivers, all you have to do is pray a simple little prayer. Just pray, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. I want to be a Christian. That's it. You know, and, and uh, we got one CD, Terry Hopkins, when he got saved, he said, Lord, save me. That's all he said. And guess what, friends? He saved him. It's not the words you say. It's the coming from your heart. God hears your heart, and he will do what you say. If you ask him to save you, he will save you. Here's a, here's a prayer that you can pray. It says, Dear Lord, I'm a sinner. I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and I invite you to come into my heart, come into my life. I want to trust you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. God so, knows what's in your heart and he reads it. Amen, amen. So cry out today and ask Christ into your heart and then give us a call right here at Lonesome Road Ministry. And what's that phone number again? 618-383-2107. That's right. Through my disappointments, strife and discontentment, I cast my every care. I'm standing on that solid rock I'm standing on the rock On the rock of ages Safe from every storm All the storm that rages Rich in love I'm rich But not from Satan's wages I'm standing on that solid rock His word to guide me From temptations hide me I'm standing on that solid rock I'm standing on the rock On the rock of ages Safe from every storm All the storm that rages Rich in love I'm rich But not from Satan's wages I'm standing on 
pressing onward, and each step leads me home. Trusting in my Savior day by day. Close is our relation, firm is its foundation. So on this solid rock, I'll stay. I'm standing on the rock, on the rock of ages, safe from every storm. All the storm that rages, rich in love, I'm rich, but not from Satan's wages. I'm standing on that solid rock. So friends, we hope you have enjoyed this program today. And if you did, we want to be able to send you more programs like this you've heard today or many, many other messages that we have. Now, folks, if you've enjoyed what you heard and you would like to talk to Lonesome Road Ministries, give Gary a call at 618-383-2107. That's 618-383-2107. 2107. Call today. Or you can log on to our website, lonesomeroad.org. We would love to hear from you. And that phone number that Fred gave you, you can also text me your mailing address. We'd love to get you on our mailing list and send you some of these every month out there on the road. And remember this, friends. Jesus loves you. And we We do do too. We'll talk at you later. Without hope, 18 wheels of lonesome at the end of the road. In my hand was a track the preacher had read, his words still echoing in the back of my head. I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past. I called his name This chance would it be my last Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Those eighteen wheels are rolling that old lonesome road and I shared the good news wherever I go 
Yes, there's been a change I'm not the man I used to be And I tell everybody What's happened to me How I felt so ashamed When I thought of my past But I called his name This chance, could it be my last? Then I saw Jesus hanging on that tree And I lifted up my heart from down on my knees Today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree 